Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local, sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce your host of Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. Uh, we have a great show for you today. Uh, I can't wait to get to it, but I will. Because first, we need to hear this message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF Equal Housing Lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back. And as promised, we have a great show for you today. We have with us Susan Casa. She is the president and CEO of Boulevard Machining in Westfield. How are you this morning, Susan? I am great, George. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for, for coming on the show. You were a part of uh, some recent work we did uh, for the start of the new year, our economic outlook, uh, thoughts on the manufacturing sector, obviously. Those were much appreciated. And we wanted to have you on the show to talk about the manufacturing sector here in Western Mass, obviously a very historic very important sector of our economy and how that looks for the future and talk a lot about uh, the workforce challenges in your sector and, and bringing people into that, that line of work. Um, 20, 30, 40 years ago, we did no problem bringing people into manufacturing. Uh, today we do. So we want to talk a lot about that. So start by telling us uh, just a little bit about uh, Boulevard, the work that you do and, and what uh, 2023 looks like for your company. So Boulevard has been in existence since the 1950s. I acquired the company in 2006, and uh, we have been steadily reinvesting and growing, trying to stay ahead of the curve um, here in the precision machining field. Um, What we're seeing with our workforce is a bit of still the generation gap. Um, We're starting to see the youth come back in. Boulevard is very um, involved with a lot of the vocational schools in the area, whether it be Chicopee Comp, Westfield Vogue, and even Stick because they have a great manufacturing engineering program. Um, we're still really struggling a lot with even parents. Um, it's a highly technical field. The machines are very technical in this day and age. And getting parents to, to realize their kids don't necessarily need to go to college Um, Not every child is cut out for college and having hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt. And machinists can make a really great livelihood and be an integral part of the community. And for that matter, a lot of the other trades as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're we're really still struggling as we're starting to see a lot of people retire and having to backfill with, with younger folk and And our business is a little different as well. We're doing a lot of new product introduction, a lot of development, highly technical pieces with much smaller volume. So for us, it's key to have those star students or machinists who are basically a skilled craftsman is what I'll say. Okay. Uh, Talk a little bit more about uh, the work that Bullified does. I know that you do a lot for the military and for aerospace and and actually a Space as well. Uh, tell it us is. about some of the work that you're doing. Yeah. So outer space has really been uh, big for us. We moved into a bright uh, new state-of-the-art smart building back in 2020. And even with our move, it was one of our strongest years ever. And 
with COVID and the cutbacks in the commercial aerospace and other aerospace for us, we've been fortunate to be steadily growing. Um, we currently do work with Collins for the space program for, for our U.S. government, as well as for the private se sector with both SpaceX and um, Blue Origin parts. Interesting. And 2022 was, a, like you said, a great year for you? It's been a good year. Yes, we can't complain. And we're really looking at 2023 being bigger, brighter, and with a lot more work coming in. Interesting. This work is, is across the board, like you said. Um, you've got it really is. Space and we're, seeing, we're still seeing a lot of outer space, um, but we're finally seeing even the commercial aerospace picking back up. Um, along with uh, the new military contracts that are that are coming, we're, we've seen a lot of quoting going on with some of our larger customers. As an example, General Dynamics, they've received quite a few large contracts, and we're looking forward to, to what that's going to bring in the coming years. Mm -hmm. All right, let's talk a little bit more about, about workforce. This has obviously been a, a, a big issue across the board here in Western Mass, every sector of the economy, but... Uh, especially manufacturing and, and bringing young people into the field and getting their parents to understand the benefits of manufacturing. This is not a, a, a new story. This has been going on for decades from what I understand. Talk a little bit more about how people in your sector are, are going about trying to sell manufacturing and, and, and sell jobs in that field. So I'm involved with the vocational schools, as I mentioned, Chicopee Comp and Westfield Vote, but we're also involved with the ACM, which is the Aerospace Component Manufacturers, and more so based out of Connecticut, but being a Massachusetts company, we're still involved with them. And every November, they do a trade fair. We're really working hard to educate those students and, and showing them the type of programs and parts they can be working on. But it's still overcoming a bit of the, the stigma that parents are having with, oh, well, my grandfather did that and it was oily and dirty. And one of the main reasons why we did a large open house last year and we had a great turnout and along with the vocational schools, we're really working to show the parents we're bright, shiny. Most of the shops in this day and age, you can eat off the floor. They're water-based. Um, it really is a great future for, the, for these young people. And just trying to win over the parents going early as fourth and fifth graders is what we're going after in this day and age. I was just going to say, I know that this work starts uh, early on with those fourth and fifth graders. And a lot of it has to do with their parents who remember not only that uh, it was um, oily and, and, and dirty. And you, know, you think of those old manufacturing plants from a century ago, but uh those parents and their grandparents remember the 80s when, when a lot of the manufacturing in this region went south, literally and figuratively. Uh, the paper industry, a lot of the, the major manufacturers in this area, American Bosch, Diamond Match, some of those other people, uh, they closed up shop. So they need to be convinced that you know there is a future in this, this field, um, and it's a broad field, and, um, but there are opportunities. Do you, do you think we're making any progress in, in getting that message across? I think we are because parents are really starting to see their kids don't have to have $100,000 worth of debt. They're seeing the high hourly wages that these young students um, getting into the field can make and they're being, they're being mentored by, you know, older folk with the tribal knowledge. 
but we're also trying to highlight to them just the atmosphere, what the buildings look like, how they're really water-based, the filtration systems on these machines and how clean our environment really is. And we're really starting to see the youth come back into those vocational trades. Remember years ago, some of the manufacturers used to like to have chores and uh, take the students out to the parking lot and, and show them the, the new cars and the, the big pickup trucks that some of their people were driving and said, this, this, this could be yours. And uh, it is when you, that is a very accurate statement. And we used to always tell them, look at those, those nice vehicles. Usually you know, the machinists are the ones that have, you know, some great hobbies of whether it be race cars, motorcycles, whatever it is, they're good with their hands um, and they work hard and they reap the benefits. These machinists are an integral part of the community. They're making upwards of six figures in, in some areas, depending on how they apply themselves. And there's also such a great future for them across the board, you know, learning to grow into process engineers, possibly working in quality. There's so many different places to grow with that manufacturing background. Okay, you're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local 413 and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking with Susan Casa. She is the president and CEO of Boulevard Machine in Westfield. Uh, we're talking about manufacturing and, and bringing more people into that field. Uh, have we had any luck in recent years with, with women uh, and, and bringing women into this field? Uh, this, for years and years and years, this was looked at as, as something that men do. Um, but stories I've done in, in recent years show that there have been more women at least giving this sector a look. There has. The vocational schools are really seeing the girls come into this program. Um, we're seeing them gravitate a little bit more to some of the, the quality inspection work and engineering, but many times the girls have a little bit more attention to detail and that's the greatest place for them is, is checking the parts, but having learned the process to make the parts is really the ground for them getting into quality. And we continue to see more and more girls in these programs year after year. After year. Talk about the, the retirement and the baby boom generation. I, some of the manufacturers I've talked to have, have said that, uh, you know, the, they've had people on their floors for 35, 40, sometimes even more than that, 40 years. And, and these are the people that are now leaving. They've hung in uh, as long as they can, but, but, you know, they're now hitting their mid-60s, if not more than that, and they're, they're, they're just moving on. Is there a pipeline or are there enough people in the pipeline to, to fill those vacancies? Unfortunately, not yet. Um, David Cruz with the Regional Employment Board and Mass Hire, he's been a great advocate for all of machining in this area and the training programs. Um, we're seeing a lot of companies implement more detailed internal training programs because we just can't backfill that pipeline yet. Um, we're really seeing quite a few of the folk retire or hang on as long as they can. Um, for us, it's a, it's a little difficult. We just had a handful of retire last year and one of them, Harvey, had been with Boulevard Machine for 44 years. That's a lot of knowledge, a lot of tribal knowledge. Just, just very difficult to to backfill because we've got that generation gap. And, and from what we're seeing currently, even the vocational programs are not at full capacity at this point. It used to be at Westfield Vogue, you couldn't even get near that machine program. And right now 
Um, they're running a little with a, quite a few slots open. Um, we actually just hosted one of their class tours a few weeks ago. And um, it, it's, it's great inspiration for these kids to see what the machinists are doing and how it's done and showing them how bright and shiny it is um, because it, it's a big mix. There's sophomores, there's freshmen, there's juniors, there's seniors, um, and really getting those younger freshmen to pick that program. Um, and when they, they see that a company is staying ahead of the curve and, you know, seeing some of these bright new fancy machines, they might be running that some of them are looking like spaceships and, um, it gets them excited and hopefully they go home and they tell their parents how excited they are as well. And we're also involved even in their open houses in the schools when the parents are coming through and, you know, bringing the bright fancy sh parts to show the parents, this, this is what your kids are going to be working on. Um, so really just trying to win them over. Is this a, is it better in other parts of the country? Is this a Massachusetts or, or Northeast phenomenon? when it comes to, to the jobs and bringing people into this field? I think it's across the country. I mean, here in New England, our pay rates are a little higher and we've really got the aerospace alley corridor from the Northampton Springfield area right down to New Haven. And we have so many large OEMs, the Pratt & Whitney, the Sikorsky's, the, the, the Collins that really are the, the staple of the region. But what we're finding is the smaller companies are really starting to evolve and be um, having much more as it relates to bringing people in. Um, the machinists are really looking for an environment where they're a team player. And a lot of these larger companies, they're just a number. Um, they're, they're learning a lot more in the smaller companies and being given a lot more advancement opportunities. Okay, interesting. So as you look ahead, uh, the prospects for companies like yours, are, are they looking better than they were a few years ago? Or are you, do you see progress in this? We do. This and for Boulevard, we've actually turned getting into this bright new smart building, as we call it, has really been helpful. But we've also turned to social media. It's where the youth has gone, mm -hmm. whether it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. It's not just our website anymore and getting those followers of the young people. Um, that's been great for us and being a small family-owned business. Um, not all people want to work for the larger companies that have been capitally acquired. Um, it's more of a team effort here. Boulevard's been um, very strong at growing the younger management team and bringing the younger people in because they are our future. Okay, very good. All right, we'll continue. Good luck to you. And, and thank you for being on our podcast. It was very enlightening. We'll have to have you back on uh, maybe later this year. See how things Perfect. are going. Okay. Thank you, George. Well, thank you again. Okay. Thanks, George. And thank you to all of you for tuning in. This has been another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local 413 and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.